Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Discover stunning scenery and local attractions as you explore New Zealand. Plan your trip today, live on SEN. Welcome to Trail Towns with Vandy and Dietz. We're back, mate. Welcome to Trail Towns Radio. You're listening with Vandy and Dietz, brought to you by 100% Pure New Zealand. 100% Pure. But, Vandy, you've had a haircut, number one. Yes. I, I just knocked, I looked at you tonight and I said, you've had a haircut. Yeah, it only took you about an hour to realise. And, and what did the hairdresser say to you? They said that they wanted to create me into the protagonist of a rom-com. Well, I had my hair cut and they said, you're going to be good extra. Today's show. Hey, that's a, you sound a bit nasally. you got a cold there, mate. Yes, I got a haircut and a head cold. So what a combo. Ooh, it's all happening for you. <laughs> Today's show must be the overseas travel. We're going to go that little while. Today, we're going to talk all things bike tourism, as we always do. But we're going to go back to Queenstown and Wanaka, Vandy, because there's a bunch of stuff we need to tell our listeners Deep about. in the South Island of yes. New Zealand. Right, and right. as always, we'll have Les Légions with Mike Tomolaris and our celebrity chef, Gabriel Gatte. Now, what on earth is happening in Warburton? It's, it's like war and peace that goes forever. We still don't know whether that, or, you know, It's the trail... Park- Mystery yeah. of the world. We're going to get Matt Harrington on. He's going to tell us all of the latest. In fact, if there is any latest, but he's going to tell us anyway. Yes, and we're going to get uh, Steve from Rail Trails Australia talking about rail trails in New South Wales and potentially some big news. Some very big news, but we're not going to preempt what he's about to say. And there's, of course, heaps more. Yes, the show will be full of absolute frivolity. And uh, don't forget, you can call in on 1300 736 736 or text in on 043398 1116. Or if you're listening on the app or you have the app, you can go listen live and then click on, I think it's the temper text line or temper call-in. So You it's, can be anywhere in the world and listen even, to us. Don't even need to write the numbers down. We've you can gone just, global. Technology. I know, it's technology. So now, Vandy, uh, I try and become, like I want to be somebody in life, but I, keep, I just keep getting shadowed by you. Now you are, <laughs> you, I'm in your shadow. You were, you were commentating the Commonwealth Games. What's I going on there? I thought we were walking hand in hand, <laughs> <laughs> skipping along happily. Sounds, it does, definitely yeah. sounds like one of those scenes out of Dumb and Dumb. But what, have, what happened with you? Were you commentating the Commonwealth Games? Yeah, so we had a two-week break from the radio show because the ever. Commonwealth Games took preference it was uh in birmingham it was and we were close to birmingham when we were in the uk i mean the uk is pretty small so you're close to everywhere but i actually flew back from the uk so i could commentate for channel 7 in sydney what was your uh uh, overriding impression of the australians effort in the commonwealth games well we won well, it's pretty darn good. I then. know we got like a million medals, and we were better than England. So, well, we, we are victorious. Yes, that makes me feel so much better as a nation. What about though, um, cycling? How do we go in cycling, Vandy? 
Yeah, we uh, we got a bunch of medals. We also won both time trials, uh, which was fantastic in the men's and women's. And the event that I specifically commentated was the mountain bike. Unfortunately, uh, Sam Fox got a flat front tyre in the first lap of a six or seven lap race. And it's an hour and a half long race. And he got a flat in the first 10 minutes. So that put his uh, race back. And Dan McConnell, who we had the, on the show a few weeks ago, he also had a few small issues. Uh, mainly his legs didn't show up on the day. <laughs> but uh, then... Uh, I have that problem too. <laughs> yeah. oh, I never knew I had so much yeah. in common with an Olympian. <laughs> no, but in the women, it was very exciting. There was, a, there was a big battle for silver with Evie Richards, the English world champion mountain biker, taking the lead. And then... Uh, Zoe Cuthbert, the 21-year-old. And Zoe was on our Canberra episode and can ride people out there. They, she can ride, that young lady. Yeah, the best ever result in Commonwealth Games. She got the silver medal in Amazing. the uh, open women's category. And it was really fun to commentate, actually, because when you're actually in the hunt for the medals, it's uh, a lot more exciting because I did commentate the Olympics uh, for Channel 7 for Tokyo and we weren't really in for the medal, so I was just commentating on other countries going yeah, well. And colours of bikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. No, but Zoe was wonderful. She's on our Canberra episode. You can catch the first two seasons of Trail Towns right now on SBS On Demand. Go to the Canberra episode. You'll see Zoe, who came second in the Commonwealth Games, riding with Vandy and I. Well, you know, riding with Vandy. I was sort of tagging out the back there. At uh, Madura Pines. Remember yeah. that? And she is a, an amazing young rider. She's yes, a big talent. She's a big a... talent. Now, we have a contest. Before we go to a little music sting, we have a contest, Vandy. What it's... is the contest? Oh, my gosh. It's the biggest contest we've ever had in Trail Town's history. There's... Oh, any in history? Well, one of the prizes are actually priceless. But yes. the main thing is True. go to trailtowns.tv for all of the competition details. We'll give you a really high level so the first prize is nearly worth ten thousand dollars yes uh, it's actually prize pack one you can choose the other prize yes. uh, number three prize which is actually uh, a lunch and a mountain bike ride with you and me and i've actually put that down as priceless you could and, and actually prize three but prize one is in fact a, a mountain bike ride where i don't come <laughs> but more on that later we're proudly brought to you by 100 percent oh, pure new zealand go to the prize 100 percent pure new zealand Oh my goodness, how much do I love Led Zeppelin? A lot, a lot, a lot. Vandy, WTF is happening in Warburton. I do not know. All I know is that you and I put our money where our mouth is and we went and bought properties there. <laughs> There's still no mountain bike park. We've got Matt Harrington on the line here. Matt, talk to us. No, we don't. No, we've got a shake in the head. We don't have Matt Harrington on the line yet. But what is... We will get him on I the line. I did chat to Matt and Matt said to me... No decision. Yes, I think what's happened is the government is currently stalling on making a decision and there's currently no locked-in decision on what they're planning on doing. So there was a long hearing with some sketchy evidence, which was, uh, we would say, tampered with in some ways. Ooh. <laughs> it was quite spicy. Sounds very Watergate. And, uh, it's a yeah, Warburton gate. We were talking to Matt over a coffee a couple mm. of months ago and he was giving us a bit of info, but... I think it sounds like there will be some developments in, happening by the end of the year. So Warburton, yeah. every time I go to Warburton now, everyone's talking about it. They're very excited 
um, there's a bit of a divide with some people thinking that the town's going to get too busy. Mm. And I look around the town and I'm like, guys, we've got some busy. capacity to get a bit we've more got busy. A little more capacity <laughs> in the system. Look, it's a free country. That's what our fathers fought for. Of course, some were on opposing sides. But the point is, it is a free country and people can have different opinions. Absolutely. And that's, so, that's totally cool. We are obviously on trail towns of the opinion that we would love the, the trail network to be built. But also, Matt was telling us about the incredible rail, rail trail network yeah. is going to be built. Now, I studied it today, Vandy. Yes. I did a bit of a personal deep dive on it. And would, would you like to um, – well, actually, no, I think we've got Matt now. Oh, Matt, yeah. Matt, are you like on the line? Matt. Matt, are you on the line? <laughs> I, I am, Dave. Oh, my goodness. Hello, Matt. Matt. Matt, WTF <laughs> Warburton, tell us everything we need to know immediately. <laughs> Oh, look, I think uh, since last time I was on, there hasn't been a lot of movement to tell you the, the honest truth. It's, um, you know, we wrapped up the, the, the giant uh, inquiry that we had, the four weeks, a bit like a court case. Mm. Uh, all, the, all the paperwork that we did, you know, in the end, 5,000 pages. Did you, um, did you use and, your lawyers, Barton, Larson and Farquhar for that one? Uh, look, we had Minter Ellison, actually. Oh, Minter uh, Ellison. Not, not a very funny name. but Not Alcock and um, Nobles? Really... Okay. <laughs> no, but look, they, they were great. And, uh, you know, we had a barrister on. and you know, So it was pretty serious business. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, uh, there's an independent advisory committee that, that you know, preside over the, uh, the inquiry process. And, you know, they repa- uh, prepared their report. Uh, took them about uh, six or eight weeks, I think, to, for them to prepare their report. And that's been sitting with the minister now for oh, a number of weeks. Um, <laughs> I due, like how political yeah. your answer is there. A number of weeks. <laughs> oh. So it was due by, by government's own guidelines. You know, so there's guidelines on uh, how ministers assess environment effects statements. And um, you know, by the government's own guidelines, uh, about the 25th of July, um, the minister's assessment was due. Um, so we're we're sitting in limbo at the moment, um, waiting. Not not really sure what's going on. We've you know we've certainly knocked on ministers' doors and, and tried to get every answer that we can. Um, and I know the community. You know the community have been reaching out to you know their local elected representatives and uh, and ministers alike to to try and you know find out what's going on. But we just we just don't have an answer at have the you, moment. Have you dropped? Vandy's name? Has, have you tried that? <laughs> yeah, that, that won't that, that won't help moving it along. Paul Vanderbloog would no, I really like to know an answer. Well, Hurry up! Well, that's right, world, world champion Paul Vanderbloog. Yes, um, world champion. Uh, and and yeah, pr- and, at... and rom-com protagonist Paul <laughs> Vanderbloog. He does look a bit rom-commy. I could see him in what was that Notting Hill? One of those things. Actually, we've been in the UK. Oh, Matt. you know that we are both very international right now. <laughs> well, uh, next time I see you, Vandy, I want to see the, your blue seal. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll serve it up to you. I've been working on Magnum as well. <laughs> um, Ferrari's the, looking um, good too, yeah. The Rail Trail Network has a bit more of a oh. promising uh, schedule and, uh, and development, doesn't it? Yeah, look, we, we've got a whole bunch of stuff going on within the Shire and, um, you know, the Sierra Valley Trail is, is one of those. So we've finished stage 1A of that um, and we're just in the final stages of planning approvals for stage 1B, which will take the trail from Lilydale through to uh, Yarra Glen. Um, and we've also got funding now for um, the, what's called the Northern Loop. So it's a, a loop out of uh, Yarra Glen that goes past the Chocolatery and you know, oh. a number of wineries and that sort of stuff. Yummy. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then we've just had an announcement only a you know, a couple of months ago around 
successful funding for Stage 2A um, of the Yarra Valley Trail. So that'll head out towards Hillsville. Won't quite get there. We'll get it about half the way. Um, and uh, we've also got a number of sort of nodes along Yarra Valley Trail that we're um, you know, putting some infrastructure in. So the first of those will be a pump track going in at Coldstream. Oh, I saw the, um, I so saw the, got... the rendering on that. And it looks very exciting. I can almost see myself on it. Almost. Not quite. Yeah, we've got some pretty cool 3D video um, yeah. fly-throughs of that. It you know, almost looks like you're riding yeah. the actual pump track. So it's some really good technology that um, there's a common ground to doing that. And, mm. uh, yeah, they're using some really cool technology to be able to, to visualise that. Um, and then we're also in the final stages of tendering the pump track for Wesburn Park. So that'll be a really big project. That's a, we've got about $940,000 to, to deliver a you know, really big international level sort of pump track there. Um, so, yeah, there's still plenty going on. And, and of course, we're, we're getting all the balls rolling in the right direction to build Warburton, you know, as soon as we get an announcement. Um, and hopefully, look, really hopefully, you know, we've got to get an announcement before you know, we're going to caretaker for the election. And that, 100%. you know, the mountain bike community, the cycling community, you know, need to, to reach out and, and prod your local member or, or a minister and, and get them motivated. Because if we don't get an answer before, you know, early to mid-October, then we get, mm. you know, stuck in the whole... Uh, election merry-go-round. Well, we, we've, we've actually had Bunnings on standby with shovels. Fanny and I, we're ready to go. Yeah, I can get a Rayco. Uh, did you know, did you know from Lilydale to, to Yarra Glen, that railway line, that was actually a long trestle bridge originally. It's actually the longest in the Southern Hemisphere. Did you know that, Matt? I did not there know you go. that. No, you that see? probably explains why it's so challenging <laughs> to get uh, That's what I bring. Unfortunately, like... Matt, we've run out of time and it could take us <laughs> all night to tell you. <laughs> for Deeds to give us some rubbish history. <laughs> but we're just about to go to a break, but don't go anywhere. You're listening to Trail Towns Radio with Vandy and Deets. Discover stunning scenery and local attractions as you explore New Zealand. Plan your trip today. Live on SEN, Trail Towns with Vandy and Dietz. Okay, Dietz, now we're going to talk all things New Zealand and specifically episode six of Trail Towns TV, season two. If you have any questions about Queenstown or Wanaka, you can call on 1300 736 736 or text on 043398. Triple one six. There's nothing we don't know about Queenstown or Wanaka. Well, we nothing. will attempt to answer. No, we know we... everything there is. <laughs> or... You just can I, It's like oh, we're we're Wiki Vandy Deets Pedia. We're probably convincing enough that you'll think that it's correct. Exactly and... right. Now we've got a couple of texts which we need to just go over. Now we seem to have some sort of, I guess, fan yes. um, from Collingwood. Her name's Chloe, and it says here, I think Paul is a real life rom com protagonist. Chloe from Collingwood. And oh. then there's a correction, Vandy, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, then, then this person, Chloe, also then asks, What was your favourite Trail Towns episode to film? Oh. And what was your favourite mid ride snack? I mean, there's rapid it's fire getting weird. We need to really Chloe. maybe block this person. I don't Absolutely know. not. We welcome okay. all texts. First question My favourite episode, Vandy, I think it was Topol. Yes, it was very chill at the oh. Great Lake. And where we stayed was a 
was a wonderful house that was just built and it was perfect. Yeah, no, we had a pretty luxe uh, thank you to thank Topol. Thank you, Topol. I thought I was in an, like a commercial <laughs> for one of those new homes and I felt like a real winner. I actually really liked the Queenstown and Wanaka episode. That because was pretty terrific. It's, um, it's just a beautiful part of the oh. world. The thing that I just, it blows my mind is it's only a three and a half hour flight from Melbourne. I know. And it feels like you're in like the Rockies or in deep British Columbia. In yeah, that, that, that John Denver, man. He's, <laughs> I knew it was dangerous <laughs> mentioning the Rockies. Uh. The Rockies are not very rocky. <laughs> hey, um, got a competition. Now, yes. to win this competition, we're going to go through the prizes just for a sec, but the, to win this competition, you've got to watch the SBS On Demand series, the New Zealand series, and then find a clue within... Each episode, and if you are correct, you can win the following, Vandy. And I'm going to start with prize one. Now, temper prize pack. A temper queen sensation mattress and a Manchester set is worth just over nine no, grand. It's specifically $9,128. Now, if you've never slept on a temper mattress, and I have been sleeping on one for more than 15 years now, they are literally life-changing. My life before the temper mattress, who was terrible. Yeah, it's before temper and after temper. Yeah, BT yeah. and AT. Yeah, but truly, there's uh, it's NASA technology. So they they actually sent a, a, a spaceman to the moon on a mattress. No, like, I think the seats were made. Of oh, it. was it? Or the beds in the no, spaceship? No, you're quite right. It was the it was the they don't have beds in spaceships. What do you think this is? Some sort of <laughs> you know, when they're having their luxury <laughs> five star resort <laughs> motel with rockets on the bottom of it. Oh, that's why I did the crazy video of me pretending I was taking no, off on a spaceship no, while they, I laid they, on my they mattress. Developed the, they developed the foam for the NASA uh, dudes that were in the spaceship, the Saturn V, and took off to the moon. It's all seriousness. Okay, anyway, Temper Temper got the formula, and now you can sleep on it, and it's unbelievable. Price two is a helmet I want to and go a through pair a prize. of shoes. You, know, you, you tell us about the Shimano yes, Giant Prize. So You're the one who's sponsored by this. These, these are um, our sponsors from the TV show are coming together with these amazing prizes. And Shimano and Giant is prize two. And you can get the riding shoes, which are road or mountain bike, and also a giant helmet valued at $475. Now, the next one is a priceless gift, as you mentioned earlier, an e-mountain bike ride and lunch with Dietz and Vandy and a Trail Towns kit. So what that means is Vandy and I are going to come riding with you. Yes, you do sort of need to be Melbourne Vic-based, but we'll oh, come yeah. riding with you. Um, Vandy will give you some tips on, you know, how to ride and me probably I'll just, you know, try not to crash, try not to crash. <laughs> and <laughs> so it's just a normal fashion day. tips. Maybe I'll give you some fashion <laughs> well, tips. Yeah. What right. not to do. I'll buy lunch. Yeah. I'll do something, whatever, it, whatever it takes, right. To impress you. But it's priceless because we just don't give away rides with us like willy nilly. Well, if we were going to rank it, it's maybe third most valuable. Like it's not the no, most. No, it's way, way less valuable than the Quadlock and Tulip. Oh, true. Now, I was about to say how to get above any of them. Quadlock, uh, as we know, Andrew Poole, who is the CEO. He was on the show. He was on the show. And Tula, which is uh, the greatest way of carrying anything anywhere, anytime. I think that could be their strap line. Mm. Anyway, that's prize four, and you can bung a quad lock on your phone and then bung it anywhere virtually. Exactly. I mean, they haven't worked out 
an appendage you can't put in a quad lock on yet. Anyway, that's $259. Yes. <laughs> and then the main thing to do is go to the Trail Towns TV yes. website. There's a comp page now. We've gone mm. full I tech. I know. We've had our, we've had our little You fill in your details. In. You answer the question. Yeah, yeah. This week's question Yeah, this is, is the best question ever. Um, I've forgotten what the question is. Yeah, the question is, is um, in the episode, oh, yes. what, what crustacean is Vandy compared with? by our host at the uh, Hot Pools. It's a crustacean. It's not a mollusk. It's a crustacean. And, uh, you have to, you, but you have to watch episode one on SBS On Demand of season two to know the answer to that. Yes. So you, go ahead and yes, watch. Yes, so a crustacean. And then, and then you can work it out and you can enter and you can win up. You can win a $9,128 bed. And, and trust me, it's worth every it's penny. It's not a prawn. It's not a prawn. <laughs> now... Queenstown and Wanaka. Now, Queenstown and Wanaka, we, we spoke a bit about it when we were in Devon because we're so international, but um, we would like to deep dive into the food and beverage offering a little bit more. So I want to talk about the same Maritz where we stayed for a start in Queenstown, Vandy. Oh, Thoughts? Thoughts? Lux accommodation. Oh we rolled in, and this is the this is the thing with um, filming. Sometimes you're not in... Super nice accommodation. Sometimes. Yeah, but most of the time, especially in New most Zealand, of the time, it's super nice. it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, we right. We're right on Queenstown Lake oh, overlooking yeah. the mountains. And if you haven't been to Queenstown, the only real advice I can give you is go. Yeah. Like it is one of those places, it's so accessible, relatively cheap to get there, and there's accommodation for any budget. Yeah. And then you're still looking at the same views, but we were in Lux Life. Oh. And, and, you know, actually right now is the time you should be starting to think about booking and getting a flight and totally. going over, staying in somewhere in Queenstown and riding Queenstown. Because we know the riding offering in Queenstown is amazing. Of course, you've got Skyline Park and then you've got Coronet Peak and then you've got the heli, heli uh, biking that we did with um, Heli... Heli Works. Heli Works, with, thank uh, you. B. Wookie or Brook. Brook, and yeah. And, and, and that's, they take you up to the top of Crown Peak. And then you've got all the rail trails and whatnot to go around Queenstown itself. Well, I think the thing with the helicopter ride is it's just so accessible. Like it's something that you would think I'm never going to go in a helicopter and ride off the top of a mountain, but they make it quite approachable for any skill level. They've taken relative beginners that can ride, you know, blue trail or grade three or four trail down this, um, down this mountainside, and it's actually like a bit of a four-wheel drive track. With um, it is, it's it's one of those things. If you don't go too quick, it's not dangerous at all. If you go as fast as we were, well, it's a little crazy. I mean, let's let's be honest. We're going to go slow down eventually. I guess Andy. the other thing with Queenstown and Wanaka, we haven't talked much about Wanaka. We talked about it a bit last week, ah, though. What are the differences? Would you say they're cousins? Well, I would say. Queenstown and Wanaka, two words, adventurous and full of nightlife and a bit of a buzz. Mm. So that's why people sort of love that. Mm. And then it's Wanaka's more chilled out and relaxing. So you it, can. It completely is. I mean, obviously, Queenstown is a lot bigger. That's the first thing. And it's also, it's on a lake, but it feels like, for me, a Swiss village or an Austrian village. I yep. I don't know if you know, but I used to actually teach skiing okay. in Austria. And <laughs> I was a skilera in Österreich. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so it reminds Not me relevant. of... It reminds, no, it reminds me of an Austrian village that, that I used to eat strudel in and <laughs> sing Yudalee Hoo-Hoo. But uh, Wanaka is actually like Byron Bay with mountains. It's a lot more chilled out. It's a Byron Bay, but without the wankers, I suppose. It's <laughs> <one you> <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Yes. Might have to go to a break. <laughs> Might have to go to a break. <laughs> You're listening. Hey, call it like you see it on Trail Towns Radio. <laughs> Discover stunning scenery and local attractions as you explore New Zealand. Plan your trip today. Live on SEN, Trail Towns with Vandy and Deets. We are so international, Vandy, and you know how I can prove that. Listen to this. Aujourd'hui, non parlons avec les légendes. Mike Tamalaris and Gabriel Gatte. Mike and Gabriel, hello. Hello. Good evening, Gabriel. Good evening, Vandy. And who's the other bloke? Whoever it is, it doesn't matter. Mike, Mike, you've been overseas, and we want to hear everything. Tell us right now immediately. Well, I was in uh, France for three weeks, hosting a group of people for three weeks. I was in the Alps. Must be nice. I was in the Pyrenees. <laughs> and uh, I followed the women, uh, as I sometimes do, but not always, uh, in the Tour de Femme, the inaugural Tour de Femme, which amazing. was amazing. And I've got to say, the women's race was probably uh, just as good as the men. And why shouldn't it be? It was the inaugural Tour de Femme, the Women's Tour de France, and uh, I've got to say the racing was totally different to what we normally see when we watch uh, the three-week men's race go around. It was great and uh, action. Loved packed. hosting for Bike Style, yeah, loved, loved hosting for Bike Style Tours, which I'm uh, which I'm employed by, and I'll be going to Spain in about ten days' time to do the same thing. But the biggest thing that happened to me this week, can I say, fellas, and I hope it's uh, not a black mark against my name, I bought myself Vandy. You might be interested in this, a gravel bike, but it's not just your average gravel bike. It's an e-gravel bike. Oh, I saw you uh, the weekend in Beechworth when you actually correct. rode the first e-gravel bike. So it's really, it's got its claws in and you've bought one. It has. And when I rode around with you in Beechworth, I felt like I had the hand of God on my back. And as a result, I, I have bought myself a new Bianchi and I absolutely love it. It's a, it's a gravel bike uh, by by uh, on the weekend and during the week it's a commuter bike. So it's the best of both worlds. Amazing. Is it nice to be back in Australia, Mike, after your travels? Not really. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. And Gabrielle, Gabrielle, what have you Gabrielle. been up to? Gabrielle, I have, I have a, 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 an admission to make here. I did not cook. The, man, oh. the the recipe because I I just ran out of time man but I want to talk about this recipe because but it's terrific. That that's exactly why I gave you that recipe because it didn't take long to prepare. But I am very I busy. Going to do a Gordon Ramsay sacré bleu. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, you can come in my kitchen and abuse me any day. Go back to you. <laughs> now I I agree with uh, Mike. I, I love the Tour de Femme, and gosh, Vandy, those Dutch women out of the top 20, how many are they? I know. They win everything. It's crazy, especially Mariana Voss. She's just uh, unstoppable. She gets better with age. She's like a fine wine. Gosh, it's uh, it's very good. Um, uh, Thinking of you overseas, and I'm sure you have been eating patisserie, it's one of the highlights of, of going to Europe, the pâtisserie, whether you are in uh, Holland or in France or in Germany or in Italy. I think the pâtisserie, I've got the edge on, on the Australian bakery. Oh, what is, oh you, the pâtisseries. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't get that in England. It was, <laughs> no, we didn't get Bag much. Bag mash, mate, was what we got. <laughs> some, some What's sw- your favourite pâtisserie, uh, gentlemen? 
Oh, my favourite in Melbourne is probably Bubka with the fruit danishes. I really love their um, fruit danishes they do. Danish pastry is great. What, what about you, Mike? Well, you know, uh, Gabriella, what I love about France, and as you know, I've been going there for many, many years, you uh, enter these small villages which uh, were created possibly 2,000 years ago, and uh, they look run down from the outside, but obviously there's a lot of history there. But there's a boulangerie or a patisserie in every town. We might have swimming pools and tennis courts in Australia in every small village and town, but uh, in France, it's the boulangerie and the patisserie, which just blows me away. Uh, the yeah. uh, profiterole, uh, the croissant, obviously. Uh, uh, it's quite magnificent the way. The presentation, Gabriel, is just uh, different to anything anywhere in the world. Yes, um, you know, it is a lot easier now for pastry chefs to do good presentations because the the tools, it's like the cyclists, you know, the the, the quality of the bicycle uh, has improved so much. And the same with equipment to make cakes, the molds, the, you know, the ovens, everything else. The most popular one in France is they are based on, on choux pastry, like the Eclair and the Paris-Brest. Paris-Brest, mm. made of yep. choux pastry next after the, the race. But tonight, it's a nosy one, or an Anglo-Saxon uh, Patisserie that I'm suggesting for everybody to cook for next week, and yes. we'll and I will we'll uh, make otherwise, well, mm. we'll see. Uh, blueberry muffins. Yes, the muffins are the easiest to make. First, what you need to do first is you batter a muffin tray. Okay, in muffin trays, I've usually twelve muffins, sometimes six, um, and then you uh, in a bowl you combine half a cup of sugar with the grated zest of one lemon with 80 grams of melted butter, mm. one cup of milk, and two eggs. So that's easy. It's, it's the liquid part. I feel like a and veranda of the tool shed is coming here right now. Yeah. In, yes. in another bowl, you mix two types of flour, one cup of wholemeal self-raising flour, and three-quarter cup of white self-raising flour. If you don't like wholemeal self-raising flour, you can just use white self-raising flour. So you mix the flour with that milky, eggy preparation. You gently mix in 200 grams of blueberries and you spoon this into the battered uh, molds. Put that in the oven at about 200 degrees for 15 to 20 minutes. The kitchen will smell fabulous. You get them out of the oven. I think you need to wait a little bit, okay? Mm. Wait, just don't grab one. You wait 10, 15 minutes. The muffins are best when they are still a little little bit warm. I'm reckless. I'm eating one in the first five minutes. I'm going to delegate Elka, my (laughs) 16-year-old, to do this. But uh, can can we do this? Uh, can I video it and can I put it online, Gabrielle? And we can do. Yes, please. Yes, we can see can see what <laughs> it's all about. Close, you you can, do that. Now we go to the website and you can see this recipe from Gabrielle. Mike, are you going to make it this week? We're going to have a muffin off. Yeah, look, I can do that. Uh, I'll, I'll get Mrs. T to help me. But I just want to ask Gabrielle one question. Gabrielle, why is it that the French use so much butter? Uh, you know, oh, the yeah. Italians, they like to use the olive oil. Uh, the English, they like to use lard. <laughs> and Australia, <laughs> and, and in Australia, we like the best of everything, yeah. I think. But the Marge. French, why is it so... 
Why is Batea so uh, Le Beurre so important? Well, because Le Beurre also makes cream and also makes cheese. It's milk. Yeah. Uh, milk product so tasty. It is something extremely delicious. Well, um, Gabrielle, and, I have been following you on social media. I only just got onto this, but everyone should because it really inspires yeah, you to is. cook good food. Yeah, so you, follow. You've got a great little social media thing going. Yeah, on, follow GG on uh, yeah. the Instagram, so and Facebook, too, Mike, by the way. Don't worry about following Mike Tomalaris, though. As long as everybody follows Gabriel, Mike, Gage, Mike's, Gage, Mike's amazing. Don't, don't oh, worry about Tomo. Mike, 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 changed, if you Mike want. changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just looks like he's having so much fun riding a bike, that Mike Tomo. I know. I know. We're getting him on the show. You're coming on an episode of Trail Towns next time, Mike. You are actually going to really? do a whole episode. Oh, yeah. We're going to get you on. Uh, we'll get you on. But you're oh, doing magnificent. It. We need some credibility. Me and my e bike. <laughs> yeah. I bring my e bike. We ride e bikes all the time. Oh, all the time. We're well, you're listening. I've noticed. Thanks, yeah. guys. We're going to have guys. to wrap we it up. We love you guys. <laughs> Au revoir, my little champignons. Cheers. Cheers. You're listening to Trail Towns Radio with Vandy and Dietz. Up next, we've got Steve from Rail Trails Australia. Oh, yeah. Oh, we are discoing and dancing the night away, Vandy. Rail trails are good. Did you know rail trails are good? The rail trails are, are excellent. Good. Rail trails are good. But but in New South Wales, rail trails have been not so good. Well, they have potential to but be good. But they do. But Steve from Rail Trails uh, is joining us right now. Are you there, Steve? I am. Oh, wow. everybody. <laughs> G'day. Good. G'day, Steve. How are you? Now, we know that there's been a seismic change in legislation in New South Wales, which enables that state to do some amazing things. What's happened? Oh, it is just amazing. You're exactly right. The uh, New South Wales government passed legislation this month um, to allow closed railway lines to be used for rail trails, um, only for rail trails. Um, and only with community support. So they need to be sponsored by the local council. Wow. They need to have lots of support from the local community um, and to be, to be built. So what that means is that you can't build other buildings on top of the rail trails. So like, for example, in your part of the world, Vandy, in Myrtleford, they closed the railway and they've put buildings where the railway was. So you can never open up the railway again. Yes, so yes. All... Now that this legislation protects the corridor, so in the future, potentially, the railway can resume. But in the meantime, this community land can be used as a rail trail, as a resource, as a fantastic um, service for the community. A rail trail and nothing but a rail trail. That's you great. Just... Is, that, um, is that normal ruling or is this kind of unique for New South Wales? This is unique for New South Wales. So great. each state's got their, own, got their own rules. Each state controls their own railway lines. So, but New South Wales um, previously uh, to close any railway, the so the whole parliament had to decide that it wasn't just the minister's decision. So now it goes back with community support, local community in the area. The minister can then allow the rail trail to be built um, in uh, in that region, which is absolutely so exciting. And you know, we we know that there are about three thousand kilometres worth of railways unused in New South Wales, and about 2,000 kilometres of them have been identified as decent rail trails. 
Um, 34, there's about 34 good rail trails ready to go that have got some sort of thinking and design behind them. Um, so it gives the local communities the opportunity to get a, get a study happening with the council support um, and then uh, get some funding to build a rail trail. So it'll, uh, it'll, it's absolutely astounding. Yeah, it'll be really wonderful for the state of New South Wales and the, and the tourism community generally across the country. Well, I mean, Victoria's been building rail trail for decades, so it's kind of surprising that New South Wales is so far behind because we rode what I'm led to believe is the first and only rail trail in New South Wales from Tumbarumba to Rosewood, and it's not even that long. Like, you know, but you know why? Because the New South Wales government was essentially uh, quarantining these corridors just in case they might want to open the rail again. The no, truly, that's why. That's quite right. They're the very <laughs> slight, the 1%. Ch- but anyway, what they worked out was, hey, let's build a rail trail anyway, right, Steve? And then if we want to they build do, a railway they, line, we can do it another time. Yeah. Correct. So yeah. they built. So the, the New South Wales government allowed two rail trails to be built as experiments. So one was uh, in the Tumbarumba Trail, as you say. It's only 21 kilometres. God, it's very close pretty, to though. Oh. Um, oh, it's gorgeous. It's Absolutely gorgeous, beautiful. yeah. yeah it and it's really knocked it out of the park. It's yeah. had tremendous support. Even with COVID, the mm. usage and the development, there's been nine independent businesses started in Tumbarumba since the trail has been put down, specifically about the trail. So the clear, the clear and obvious uh, response is that the trail is bringing business to the small country towns. Steve, the second experimental trail is in the northern rivers of New South Wales, so up in the Mwilumbar, Casino, Lismore, Byron area, mm. and that's divided into three sections, and two of those sections are being built as we speak. So we're soon going to have um, those trails up in New South Wales uh, being being ridden on as well. We expect one section that's further, the northernmost section near Mwilumbar to open early next year. Um, very, very exciting indeed. Yeah, I mentioned uh, I mentioned our we've friends actually... in Byron before. Shout out to our friends in Byron Bay. Yes, um, we've actually yeah, got no, a... Byron. Well, Byron's blocking it out, of course. Byron Shire don't want the trail. Oh, right now, you see. Oh, what did I yes, say before? Yes, but... uh, hey, we got some texts here, Steve. Yes. Hey, team, a question for Steve. Go, Vandy. What can we do on the ground to further help rail trails in New South Wales? We've got Ben from Maroonbar. Moranbar. Moranbar. From Moranbar. Mm. Well, I mean... There's a, there's a number of different things. First of all, um, you know, Rail Trails Australia as the national advocacy body is worth joining. It's only $35 for a membership for us so that we can continue this work. We've been working on New South Wales for over a decade now. Um, we've been uh, lobbying uh, most of the politicians, including uh, ministers and, uh, and the Premier in uh, New South Wales for a very long time. Rail Trails for New South Wales is a separate organisation but very closely linked to us that has also been lobbying and generating. And if you're, if you're in a local area, find the local uh, rail trail support group and support them. Um, and each, each area, each trail has got a community action group that then lobbies the local, uh, the local council in order to garner funds and, uh, and build the rail trail eventually. And now with this, with this legislative change, that's become a lot easier and a lot, um, it will result in a lot more substantial rail trail build. Steve, take us back to 19, 1850. The stray was just new and there were railways being built everywhere, like vermicelli in a bowl with some sweet sauce. Uh, thousands of kilometres of trails of rail is now going to be open, mate. It's very exciting. 
is very exciting. And mm. the reality is, of course, that the railways in those days, in the early stages, when the corridors were reserved to the rail, the railways, the, the trains themselves were relatively light. And so they did lots of corners, lots of curvy tracks. Now, if you want to build a railway now, you build it heavy gauge and you make it straight so the trains can go really, really fast. Oh, like boring, boring, in the boring. UK. Yeah, <laughs> boring, boring. Maybe, but oh, that's, I'm already that's going no to sleep. That's good for railways. <laughs> but these railway yeah. lines, these yeah. corridors that have been reserved in the 1850s, they're not really useful as functional railways anymore. They're yeah. much better now to be converted into rail trails for tourism. Well, Steve, thanks for coming on. Uh, we've ran out of time again. We love chatting to you, Steve. We'll get you back another time. That's right. Yeah, well, we've got to talk about Victoria's getting the Commonwealth Games, of course. We've just had the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham. In we the do. All four towns in regional Victoria have fantastic rail trails with them. Amazing. Oh, and talk about those. Now, Next time. Also, you can't, you can't enter the temper competition for the bed more than 50,000 times, Steve, so we need you to actually pull back a little, mate. Yeah, don't put too many entries in <laughs> yes. to get that new mattress. The new mattress, okay. No, All right. no I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm looking forward to that. I put my name on it already. Uh, All righty. You're well. listening to Trail Towns Radio with Vandy and Deeds, brought to you by 100% Pure New Zealand. Discover stunning scenery and local attractions as you explore New Zealand. Plan your trip today. Live on SEN, Trail Towns with Vandy and Dietz. Dietz, as you can imagine, the text line has been blowing up all show. It's on fire. It's, it's hard to keep track of them all. <laughs> a lot from Chloe from Collingwood, yes, actually. Yes, she's looking having a pretty she's, quiet night back there in gonna, Collingwood. She's going to be making some blueberry Ooh, muffins. Thank you, Gigi, for I that uh, recipe. But yes. there's a question here for you. Yes. Dietz, were you at the Plenty Gorge yesterday and also... Why didn't you say hi? Well, unless you're a kangaroo or a cockatoo, I didn't see you, whoever you were. Yes, but I actually was there. I had a just a magical ride in that magical place. You know what? They're going to rename it Plenty Gorgeous. Well, yeah, it was from like our, our friend see what who I did there? won a temper pillow back ah, in season one of the radio. Sandy Fandango. It's a, a guy, Sandy. I, I know. Yeah. I thought it was a girl. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit awkward there for a while. No. We were going to talk. We ran over time as usual in this show. We're going to talk about the UK. We're going to talk about that next week. But we've got the competition. SBS on demand, Vandy. Yes, go watch all of the episodes. All of them. Uh, season one and season two. You've got 12 episodes 12. there to catch up on Australia and also plan and prepare a trip to New Zealand or around New Zealand if you're listening from oh. New Zealand. And next week we're going to be chatting to Ted Bailey, the former pre uh, Premier of Victoria, who is fabulously funny. And he's a fan of Trail Towns. Oh, he loves Trail Towns. Well, and then, uh, you know, I think uh, you can also send us a message uh, to talk about trails in, and if you want us to talk about trails in your region, yep. and that's hello at trailtowns.tv. Hello? TV. hello? <laughs> really? Hello. But jump on, get into the biggest competition the biggest in competition. Trail Towns history. You'll it's have on a the great website. Night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the fourth prize is that Vandy will come and spoon you on the ma on that the mattress. That is not a prize. It's not a prize, but, but he is a rom-com protagonist. So check he, it out. He's capable of anything. <laughs> Trailtowns.tv. Get on there and uh, get entering the competition. Yeah, just keep that mo on when you do do that spooning job. You'll be fantastic. See you mate. later, mate. Yeah, I'll see you later. I like the I like I like the, the mattress and the helmet. It's good too. I like that. One.